0: In this episode, I wanted to raise a topic that I think all dyslexics feel at some level. Um, You know, it kind of breaks my heart a bit for myself and for others, so I want to, I think it's a real important one to share. Uh, So let's dig in. I get everything wrong, nothing works, I feel stupid, Uh, I'm an idiot, uh, I can't believe I did that why why does why does nothing ever go my way? Why am I so imperfect these are These are things that go through the average dyslexic's mind probably more I would say than anyone else that i've I've met. You know that's a big statement I know, but um you know there's a reason behind it because I think it's true, and I think one of the biggest challenges of being dyslexic. Uh, is, is around this, this problem of self-confidence, self-belief, um, you know, this, this inner challenge that we're all here and, and, you know, I've been reading a lot of comments in the group, uh, around adult dyslexics that we've started. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of, it breaks my heart, um, because I was like that myself, um, and and it's slowly changing it's not completely gone at all but it's it's changed in the last year or so for me um and we're trying to work better at at coming up with solutions that are really actionable it's a it's a process a lot of this stuff isn't out there um for the adult community to help you know break down these barriers and you know what i see in the community of dyslexics is this this problem is so big um and it affects every part of our lives, our relationships, our families, our work life, you know, our inner self-peace. Um and I wanted to talk about it today because I think it's such a big thing. And I, I've mentioned it in other other podcasts, but it's one that just can't go un, can't go missed. It can't be missed. Uh because I think it is such a cutting issue. And I I wanted to to share some thoughts on it. Um, because, you know, I used to live in this, this painful world, um, a lot more than I do now. I used to compare myself with everyone else, all the non-dyslexics, shall we call them? Because the dyslexics were all pretty much this way anyway. (laughs) Um, and, and we live in this society where we're always comparing, you know, it's like with social media and I don't want to sound like an old man because I, I, even though I am turning 34 uh, this weekend, um, I don't want to sound like an old man, The um, you know, you look at social media. You know, this is everyone just sharing their best parts of their lives nine, 99 times out of 100. And so you see that. You see other people being successful and happy, and you go, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe maybe I just can't do this. And a lot of the time, we don't actually apply it. We don't actually think purely this is dyslexia uh, that's causing this and it's not the only cause so be aware it's not the only cause but it definitely contributes probably more than you think um being so visual we 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 create these things in our heads these perfect lives these perfect things like when i'm in doing a work project i can create the result perfectly in my head but in reality it doesn't always work out that way. The result doesn't always work. So I feel like there's a, you know, we all feel like there's a loss between what's in our head and what happens in reality. And it causes a lot of challenges because of that, that belief. um, And that hits our confidence. We're like, oh, I can create that in my head perfectly. But in reality, it's completely stuffed up or it's shit or it's not working. Or I, why can't I get this right? Why can't I be like this? And and this disconnect, this comparison, this gap, this void is what's, what's hurting us. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to share kind of some of the things I've looked at in my life. Um, and some of these are, are what I would call aha moments. You know, the biggest changes in our lives for dyslexics are experiences. There is nothing else. You know, experiences are what are going to truly adjust the way you are. When you, when you come up and you hit that wall... That big giant wall, and there 's no way out. you have to face it and you have to go through a hard experience. you learn you know it's like, like last night, my partner decided she wanted to build a coffee table, so she did uh to my dismay um, and she didn't she did a good job, really good job, but last night um because it 's in a new place, and <laughs> because my mind just goes back to where it 's always known. I ended up kicking the coffee table a lot harder than I should have. Um and then blaming the coffee table for being where it was and telling the coffee table off and swearing at it in certain uh language. Um and it's like why can why am I swearing at a, I, it? like the old me would have just gotten in a grump about it. But it you know after the pain subsided I was like ah oh. <laughs> I was like, it's just a coffee table. It's not its fault. It <laughs> didn't put itself there. It's not her fault. It's just a coffee table. I, I, you know, I, I just, I forgot that everything had moved around basically. And I was in my own world when I was walking to the couch. um, And I pretty much was driving myself by what was in my head. And I just went slightly the wrong way and kicked the bloody coffee table. So I took a step back and I breathed in and I let the pain subside. It wasn't an, an experience. And this is a real minor aha moment. But I was like, okay, I know the table's there now. That was a very painful aha moment, but I can move on. And that's just a really small example. It's not going to change your life going to kick the coffee table. Uh, but try to understand how aha moments have affected us, you know, can, can help us grow and change. And when it comes to self-confidence, like I guess some of the, one of the biggest changes I've personally made is around comparisons. I've stopped comparing myself. I don't care what other people think. I don't care what other people do. If I see something that I think will benefit and grow my life, I will try it. I will learn about it. I'll go and look at it on YouTube if it's something I can, I can learn that way. I will build, I will build some external awareness of it, you know, um, and so I'll bring that in. And then I know that the only way for me to truly identify is to experience it. Because I know there's so much that we build up in our head like we know, but we don't do in reality. It just doesn't happen. We think we know it, but we don't do it. And this is, this disconnect is just massive in our self-confidence. I'll give you another example. The old me would have been, when I went away recently uh, to Queenstown, if you want to Google a beautiful place in New Zealand, Queenstown is just unbelievable. It's where they filmed Lord of the Rings. Um, And I was with a business group, a mastermind I'm part of, um, where we all get together and help each other. It's really, really fun. And we wanted to do an activity. So one of the guys suggested we do uh, this inside sky jump. And imagine a giant tube of air coming up from the ground. And it's like you're parachuting out of a plane, but you're on the ground. And this air is just blowing up. So it's pretending like you're, you're parachuting. And I was, old me would have just, shh, what's the word? Let's just say not, not have been scared to death and gone. like In my mind, I would have built it up like, Jesus, this is not going to work. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. But new me goes, okay, I just need to experience this. I'm, you know, I'm in a, the safest environment I could. I need to experience this and make a decision based on a real life experience, not the pictures in my head. So I did it and it was the funnest thing I've done in years. It was just so cool. It was like, wow, I could actually probably do a skydive. You know, that wasn't terribly hard and it was actually really fun. Um, And by getting that true life experience, I was able to build that into my confidence and I feel more confident now about doing stuff like that and realizing that, hey, I've got to take some chances and, and risks in life. Um, and that, that's what builds your confidence is doing the experiences that you don't think you can do. Um, that builds you up. And if you let the dyslexic mind create bad scenarios, you're always gonna be in a position of, of feeling unconfident. And scared, and you throw comparison into that um, about other people having a better life and doing everything right, and you're doing everything wrong. Because when you think about it, wrong is just something you've created, wrong is in your mind. And I know every dyslexic listening to this will come up with an excuse of why I'm wrong about saying this, but wrong is just the decision. There are, there are a lot of things in life where people, one person thinks something's right, one person thinks something's wrong, and they think the opposites. Um, you know, just just look at, look at anything. Like, you, you know, there could be different ways to make ice cream. Just, this is a real odd example, but there could be different ways to make ice cream. There could be a right, someone might think this is the right way. Another person might think, actually, this is the right way. Um, so they both think each other's wrong and right. So comparison, they're comparing each other uh building up some some negative energy, and it's no doesn't make any freaking difference. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just is what it is. You know, I I harp on about this one book when when things fall apart, and I listen to this again and again, and it got me in this mindset of everything is just everything. You know, the only truth is you know when you knock on wood on a table, that's truth. That is hard. That is a table. That's truth. Everything else is opinion, but what can happen is the opinions get so strong um it builds so much fear and and this feeling of being wrong. God, it's painful, and I just stop doing that. You know my house is messy, you know me and my partner spend twenty five minutes a couple of times on the weekend, usually we do a twenty five minute blast of cleaning up, and then the rest of the week it just gets messy. I used to think, oh God, what have we done wrong? What have I minimized? What have I become a minimalist? What have I da-da-da-da-da? Actually, I'm just who I am. This is just the way it is. I can accept it or I can hate myself for it. Um, And that realization of just going, the world won't end if I just be myself. Um, You know, I continue to improve on little things and I love it and experience new things, but... In the meantime, I'm not gonna beat myself up. I get my words mixed up, and I probably do it on the podcast a lot. Thank you for bearing with me. I used to, and I used to like, if I used to do a podcast or something like this, i do videos for my other business. Um, I, used to, I used to be so meticulous. It would take me two months to release anything because I'd want it perfect and perfect and perfect. And now I'm like, who cares, just get it out there. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, if one person sees three words the wrong way or something not quite right, I don't care. They're not the people I want to talk to. There's, what is it, six, seven billion people in the world? There's enough good people that will relate to me and care about me without comparing myself or saying I'm not good enough. Honestly, if someone doesn't like you or want you for who you are or think they're better than you, tell them to go away. There's so many humans in this world, so many. You know, you've got to be able to filter them somehow. And them being a, let's call it an a-hole, they, um, you know, helps you filter them out quicker. I, I know that's a bit of a random rant. I just, you know, I just got really emotional about a, a comment on the, in, in the Adult Dyslexia Secrets group. And I just, you know, people, I'm going to continue to work on this because I know this self-confidence and self-belief and accepting The challenges we have as dyslexics is one of the biggest problems. And I wish there was just a tool, a button you could click that would fix it and solve it. But there isn't. There's a lot of small things that when changed consistently will have a massive effect. And I'm going to try and bring more and more of these to you guys because I know they'll help. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't joined the group, join it. If you want to give me a topic to talk on, jump on to truthaboutdyslexia.com. Um, and yeah, I appreciate everything I hear back. So have an absolutely amazing day.